Get ready to be encouraged and equipped for the authentic life of victory God has prepared for you. Welcome to Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Amy is a devoted wife and mother with a passion for Jesus and a heart for those with shattered lives. She's an inspirational speaker, author, and teacher who humbly bears the scars of a broken life to reveal the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Amy's desire is for you to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Now, here's Amy Elaine Martinez. Hey friends, welcome to Real Victory Radio. I'm your host, Amy Elaine Martinez, and on today's show, we are going to be chatting it up with one of my writer friends. We do that often here. Becca Jane Pogue is going to be with us today. She has won my heart, and I know she's going to steal yours too. She wrote the most wonderful book, Choosing Real, an Invitation to Celebrate When Life Doesn't Go as Planned, and we're going to talk about that in just a little bit. I just finished reading her book, and y'all... I just don't have time to tell you how wonderful it was. There are so many good things to say about it. She is funny and deep. And most of all, she is real. She is the real deal, you all. You know how important that is to me. After all, Real Victory Radio is all about getting real, ready and equipped for an authentic life of victory. And that's why I invited my friend Becca on the show today. But first, we have had so many great interviews lately, and I want you to know that you can hear all of them, any of them that you've missed on the website at amyelaine.com. You can go there and catch up. Would you do me a favor after you listen in? Would you give us a thumbs up, subscribe, comment, do a review. We're on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes channels. And this really helps other people find Real Victory Radio. So help us spread the word. While you're over there, would you check out the Victory Movement? We are listener supported and would love for you to join us in the Victory Movement with a one-time gift or a monthly gift to help keep Real Victory Radio on the air. By joining the Victory Movement, you help others be encouraged and live a victorious life in Christ. I am so excited to introduce you to Becca Pogue today. We met, we haven't met in real life, but I can't wait until we do. We are, we belong to a group of amazingly authentic and crazy courageous women in a group called Build a Sister Up. They are We are inspiring women all across the United States from the East Coast to the West Coast in movies and books and podcasts and radio events and retreats, music and ministry. We're just doing a lot. And it's such an amazing group of women. I'm so honored to be a part of that group. Someday we're all going to get together in one place face to face. But let me introduce you to my friend, Becca. She is a work in progress. She's an author and devotional writer, retreat leader, founder of the Pasture Experience, a spiritual director in training, listener, writing and creative coach and design enthusiast. She is most fully alive sitting on her front porch, listening to people share their hearts. She communicates from a space of intentionally unclimbing the someone ladder in order that God, not she, is glorified. Becca loves off-road, wildflower picking, antiquing, dancing while she bakes, and exploring Nashville with her crew. She lives to create a safe place for people to come as they are and know soul care and grace upon grace. Becca loves connecting face-to-face, but her website is where you can find her as well. That is Becca Pogue, B-E-K-A-H-P-O-G-U-E dot 
com. Welcome to the show, Becca. That was a lot. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a lot. All is well. We are excited to have you. Would you tell us just a little bit? I don't think I mentioned you have two boys. You know, just just a little bit more about mm-hmm. you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm the mama of two boys, eight and ten, who keep us on our on our toes and our knees. Um, I've been married. We just celebrated 15 years the other week um, and born and raised in California. And then we kind of had this trust journey and felt this stirring to kind of step out of the comfortable world and um, life as we knew it. And we trekked across the country to Tennessee about two years ago. So we're in the Nashville area um, and our life is just sort of unfolding one day at a time. Wow. Well, you have built a beautiful life there, I think, because I've seen it. I've heard about it. Thank you. We have. We we live it up every day. We kind of gobble up what what comes, and we're thankful. We're really thankful. Becca, I have on my hashtag real is the new perfect t-shirt on today. It's my new uniform and it really is like one of my favorites. And speaking of favorites, one of my favorite quotes from your book is found on page 87 where you say true beauty is when women choose to be authentically honest about their ugly experiences and in doing so, become winsome. You go on to say authenticity shares without fear of how it will be responded to. I love your words. Would you please tell us a little bit more about your book, Choosing Real, why you wrote it and how it can help us? Because it was beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I wrote that book um, coming out of um, my dad's sudden death. He passed away six years ago. And I think his death really served as an invitation to um, wake up spiritually. Um, I was kind of that perfectionist, go-getter, um, event planner, um, and I, I kind of viewed my faith and I viewed God that way. And so my dad's death actually served as a catalyst to, for the first time ever, really not, like falling apart, you know, not having anything extra to give anybody. And um, that is, I think, for the first time where I let myself just be um, tender and open and raw and that's where I saw how really God was the one that has been pursuing me my whole life and it had nothing to do with what I could do for him but just being pursued and known intimately by by him and so it sort of woke me up to this um, day by day um, spiritual journey of seeing how God is just alive and awake in all of the tiny details um, and enjoying him for for what that looks like Um, but it really did start with grief and with suffering and seeing how the beauty, like the truest authentic beauty emerges in those spaces. I think one of my favorite chapters is the chapter 10 God sense. And I know after, I think loss really does catapult us into a different relationship with God because when I lost my brother tragically and suddenly without, you know, a Um, moment to say goodbye 12 years ago, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't even think that you knew that about me, but uh, it mm-hmm. it sent me mm-hmm. into a year of questioning everything I'd ever known about God. Mm-hmm. And he met me in every one of those questions, in every one of those places. When I asked the hard questions, when I asked the ugly questions, when I said, you know, things that I didn't really think maybe I should be saying out loud to God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he he met me in those places and he does 
comfort us. One of the things in chapter 10 in that God sense, the reason I loved that chapter was that you say that there is this sacred work in noticing and just noticing how he Mm. meets us in those places in the everyday. I'm going to read a quote from page 159. God sense does that. Once you experience his spirit inviting you to notice and respond and celebrate him in all of it. You can't ignore how real he is. Will you just speak into that? Whatever you want to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, God sense really was such a gift in, in suffering. Um, And I think that it, it, it did just became this awareness of going from this go, go, go busy soul that I used to be to suddenly just pausing and looking up and around and listening. And I mean, my boys would make fun of me because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, do you see God in these clouds and in the trees and in the baking and in the conversations and the, um, in the music, you know, it's like all of a sudden I just noticed him constantly inviting all of us into these, just these invitations to, to know him. And, um, and so I, I kind of named it God sense, which now that I've entered the spiritual direction world, I realized really that's just Ignatius's way of saying that God is alive and at work in every single tiny detail of our life. So I was onto something, but I didn't know it yet. <laughs> and you talk about it being a foretaste of heaven, that we really get to experience him in the here and now, not waiting, you know, till what we get mm-hmm. to heaven, but experiencing him in the here and now. I loved that part of your book. And we're mm-hmm. going to take just a moment to thank our sponsor. And then we're going to be back. And I'm going to ask you that all important question that everybody gets asked mm-hmm. on Real Victory Radio. So I know you're going to be ready for that. Today's show was sponsored by Sonic Inspection Corporation. Sonic Inspection Corporation helps maintain the integrity of commercial buildings. They are a non-invasive commercial fire sprinkler inspection company delivering code-compliant inspection services for all commercial facilities. If you're a building owner or a facility manager, maybe you're married to one, Sonic Inspection Corporation is something you need to know about. You can learn more about them by calling 303-308-3000 or by visiting their brand new website at sonicinspection.com. Remember, we are listener supporter, and we would love for you to join us in the Victory Movement. Partner with us today to help keep Real Victory Radio on the air in 2019 and 20. We're looking at that right now. Okay, Becca, we are back. I'm so glad that you are here. Sorry, we have to take just a moment to, you know, thank our sponsor because they are such a big help. And we can't do it without them. So. That's necessary. But we are back with Becca Jane Pogue. We're talking about lots of things, but also talking about Choosing Real, her book. I'm going to ask you now the question that everybody on the show gets to answer, and I can't wait to hear your answer. (laughs) Where in your life have you experienced the most victory? Hmm. I I love this question. And I'm going to, I always answer from the most real, like newest learning. And so, um, you know, where I'm experiencing the most victory currently in real time is um, just this confidence in knowing God's voice more and listening to that more than any other voice. Um, and the way that I'm experiencing that is just being confident in the discernment that He's that He's given me and um, kind of how that unfolds sometimes in places where before I thought I was crazy, like <laughs> I feel the stirring to like throw our kids in the car and truck across the country and quit our jobs and just step into the unknown and to see how he, the peace and the joy that he brings in um, listening to his voice more than any, any other um, 
I think that is where I'm noticing the most victory and um, just that really beautiful, intimate, deep, gentle knowing. Um, it's kind of that inside out where most of my life I grew up finding my value and my identity in what people told me and listening to them first. And so I'm sort of shifting the perspective of really stilling myself long enough to listen, like what is going on inside? What am I feeling? What What's underneath? And then talking with him about that and then going to people finally, you know, kind of as a, as a frosting. Um, but that takes the confidence of, of listening and knowing his voice first and foremost. That's such a good word because when we go to him first, we, I think we get a better answer when we just sit with him and let him, even if it takes a while, because when we mm-hmm. turn to the world, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but to our friends mm-hmm. and to other places for what he wants to give us, we don't get the best of what he has for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Completely. So I, well, and it's just that, it's that unseen versus seen, you know, it's that, mm-hmm. that deep hidden work that he does inside that, that inside out approach. Um, yeah, it's kind of bridging the, the beauty of what's here on earth and, and, and the eternal. So I, I love that we can I bring really the heaven mm-hmm. process here right to earth and through our prayers that we really can bring down the, the kingdom and the heavenly inspired process for our life. Completely, completely. Because that's what he wants, right? I mean, he's giving us so much beauty to unearth here. And I think it just it offers us that hope to keep persevering and keep trusting even even on the days we're like what is going on (laughs) one of my favorite quotes in the book you say getting real with him meaning god saved your Mm -hmm. life and another one is that you say i am learning that uh, uh, oh my goodness authenticity i'm learning is a synonym for jesus authentic i'm learning is a Mm -hmm. synonym for jesus Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that. Well, authentic is everything that is true and right and honest and pure. And that is everything who Jesus is. You know, there's nothing fake about him. There's nothing artificial. There's nothing forced or stridy about him. Um, and so the more I lean into seeing how real he is, the less real sometimes earthly circumstances feel and the more front and center wanting just to be near and with him becomes, you know, mm-hmm. it's like when you're around something that's real, it's like the artificial won't do. Right. So that, I just, that's, that's how it is like following and listening and leading and, and being near him in his spirit. And when we experience the real with him, we don't, we won't settle for less. Mm-mm, mm-mm, completely. Yeah. I think it's why after, after my dad died in grief, I just found myself like not having a lot of margin left for the fluff, you know, like I had someone tell me like, you just, you kind of cut the fluff. And it's like, I think that the more I was like doing the deep dive, the more I was just hungry for that authenticity and that genuineness. Um, and that has to start with him. It does. It really does. And when it starts with him, it flows out into all of our other relationships. Mm-hmm. Would you agree Absolutely. with that? Oh, 100%. And with that also comes the grief of the shift in some friendships, you know, where before the shallowness kind of was the glue. And then I'm like, oh, some of that just, some, so some of that even like kind of goes to the peripheral, which, which is hard, you know? So um, 
there's the beauty and the hard all rolled into one. I think that the more authentic you desire to be and, and learn from, it does, it changes everything. It really does change everything. Something that you just said was about how sometimes friendships change. Mm -hmm. Can you give us some wisdom into how to navigate through that? Because I think that's something that, you know, as we age and as we, you know, not just moving, but just circumstances. Yeah, that's such a, I love that question. Um, Well, I'm very much learning and and still fumbling, but um, I think one of the things that I have realized that I have needed in friendships and therefore then can offer that is I just really needed space and grace and time. Um, And so, you know, part of the why I started like past year experience and just want to provide a safe space for women is um, letting, just giving people permission to be where they are, you know, like letting people be on their own journey, kind of untangling some of that codependency, removing myself from maybe feeling like I need to be the one to fix or problem solve or, you know, even in the best intentions of like encourage, but just trusting that God has each of us individually and just encouraging, encouraging people. And so sometimes that's hard to write, you know, like friendships, they get sticky, but it's, it's really, it's digging in and it's being willing to have the hard conversations and loving people in the worst of us. Cause I think when we can love people in the hardest times, I think that it's easier to, to love people in the, um, in the really shiny, easier times, you know? So absolutely I are. I do. I think that's absolutely true. That reminds me of something else that you talk about in the book about how we can't always live in, you know, party mode or mountaintop. Mm -hmm. That's not Mm -hmm. a reality. We can't live there all the time. It's not. It's not. And I think, I mean, I'm sure that you would say the same. Um, I mean, I've never met somebody that's like, man, I just became my truest self. Like when I was like, you know, just rocking it. It's like, it's always in the like suffering or the stillness or the quiet or the hard or the unknown that we, I think our truest selves emerge. And so letting ourselves be there, giving ourselves the permission, the grace and the space to be there to then actually find that like quiet consolation inside that, that continues us toward following and listening to his voice. What is one of the best, I know the pasture experience your front porch chit chats and mm-hmm. just talk. Mm-hmm. What's it just a tip for getting to that place in our everyday mm-hmm. lives with, you know, the people who are around us? Mm-hmm. Um, in which, in which way, you know, just really, how can we facilitate that in our own lives? I know you do a whole weekend and it's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. but we want to mm-hmm. be able to be authentic in our everyday with our friends and with those who God brings into our circle of influence or it just into our mm-hmm. everyday at the grocery store. What would be a tip for being authentic and real and open? Mm, I love that question. Um, listening. Listening. Hands down listening, listening to somebody, giving, giving them my full eyes, my full attention, turning off my phone, like being so present in the moment with them that nothing else matters. Um, I really do believe that like listening is the beginning of healing. Um, you know, we feel listened to without a time restraint or, okay, I have to hurry to be somewhere else. Like it just, it just offers somebody just such, such a sense of being known and heard. 
Um, and it's just, it's just simple. You just offer them space and you don't, inter- I, I'm, I used to be the most horrible interrupter and I just learned to like keep my mouth shut and just listen. That's such a good, everything. that's a good piece of advice for us because I think that's one of the things that we are always trying to fill the the awkward quiet moments when we're in a conversation mm-hmm. with someone mm-hmm. and, you know on the radio mm-hmm. I have to do that I'm like I have I can't have a lull but in right. sitting at, in a cafe with someone there's going to be moments where it's just quiet and you don't have to just butt in or say something to fill that space if you can just sit and listen there's there's something that happens in that quiet space in that moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there really is and it's kind of a fun um uh like a experience, you know, an experiment to do of like, you know, you sit and you ask a question and then let, and then giving somebody time and space just to answer. And then you kind of give them another minute and then like it unearths more. Like there's just so much. I think if we allow ourselves to be heard and, you know, and to offer that to other people that, that really is sitting under there. But, but if, until we ask, sometimes we don't even know how to process that. And so it's, it's a gift to give somebody to say, Tell me what you're learning, what's going on in your heart, and then just to give them ample room to just to be heard. Oh, Becca, we could talk to you all day, but we're like, we have like four minutes left, so we can't. We can't talk to you all day. I want to pray for the listeners. I have enjoyed our chat so much. Is there anything that God has just really just spoken to your heart today as to how we should pray for the listeners? And then would you start? Absolutely. Um, you know, one nugget that I'm really sitting in that I'm, I'm reading um, C.S. Lewis's Screw Tape Letters right now, and there's this beautiful line in there where he talks about um, the, the, the beautiful work of staying present in today and focusing on eternity. But the minute we look back on the past or the future, we are distracted. And so I think I'm really sitting in that space, and I think I would love to pray for that for your listeners today. Let's do it. Okay. Jesus, I thank you that you are here right with us while we're on the radio and maybe people are listening and folding laundry or driving. Um, But God, we know that you are in all things. And so, um, God, would you just tune our our hearts and our minds and our ears and our spirits to um, be aware of where you are speaking and moving? Um, God, would you still us to be so present and aware and attentive today um, and to hold hands with eternity as we do so? And God, would you keep us from the distractions of looking back in the past or um, living fearfully in the future. Um, but God, just, just pay attention and listen to your voice and where you're, you're wooing and you're inviting us. Um, and God, may we trust that and find confirmation and peace in you alone. Mm, thank you for the here and now, God. Thank you that we can experience little glimpses of heaven right here, right now. And we can see your face, that we can mm. see you all around. Thank you for Becca's reminders in her book and in her conversations that just remind us to be present and to listen well and love well and to look for you in all the places, God. Would you just be tangible to the listeners today? Would you show yourself to them in the little things that they might notice and recognize how precious this relationship with you is Lord, we love you so much and we love what you are doing in us and through us and in our relationships. Mm -hmm. So would you meet us there? Would you 
just show up and show out that we might see your face in the here and now. Thank you. We ask all of that in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Becca, Amen. we have just a little bit of time left, maybe 30 seconds or so. What is your go-to verse? What is your go-to verse about a quick and, you know, just a quick why? You know, it's funny. I looked this up before um, we talked. Um, I love that verse, one, one Psalm, or Psalm, oh, do you hear my dog? <laughs> psalm 139, um, the 8 through 10, I think it was, about, you know, like, if I go up to the heavens, I'm there. If I go down to the depths, I'm there. Like, just that, just that beauty of, like, traversing postures, emotions, faces, experiences, like, that he is, God is with us. He's inviting us. He is wooing us in no matter where we are in life. Mm, that's so good. He does woo us and he pursues us. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for being with us, Becca. And thank, oh, thank you guys you for listening into Real Victory Radio. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening to Real Victory Radio. We hope you were encouraged and equipped by today's episode of Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez. Please go to amyelaine.com to find out how to receive Amy's resources, including her book, Becoming a Victory Girl. You can also listen to podcasts and see where Amy will be speaking. Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez is a listener-supported radio ministry outreach. They depend on your prayers and donations. Please go to amyelaine.com for ways you can partner with Amy in reaching listeners with the power to walk in wholeness and live in victory. Please tune in again next Saturday at 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. for Real Victory Radio with Amy Elaine Martinez.